This is AI Podcast, not artificial intelligence, agency intelligence. Our team's going to be 10 times stronger than all the other teams. A platform for agents. When people think of niche marketing, they're thinking so small scale. In real life agencies, sharing their thoughts. All you need to do is get in front of more people. To transform an industry. Better coverages, uh, better pricing, just better everything. Real. The difference between givers, takers, and matchers. Agents. I guess I took a slightly different path coming to the agency. I know a lot of agencies. You can partner your clients with those companies that are looking for that specific target market. This is AI Podcast. Are you ready? I am. Let's go. Hey, 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 all you loyal listeners out there. Welcome to AI Podcast Studios. Oh, totally joking. I've just done that just the past couple podcast just to like make it really sound more exciting than it is for you loyal listeners. I'm always trying to find impact, always trying to find excitement for you. And once again, welcome to Agency Intelligence, where I give you real agents inside real agencies, giving you the real agency intelligence and not the artificial that they try to make you believe out there. As you know, this is your host, Jason Cass. Today, we are joined by Mitch Gibson. You may say to yourself, who in the hell is that? That's why I brought him on, because you need to know about this cat. There's a lot that you can learn from him, a lot of the things that you've just known of me for the last 5, 10, 15 years. Um, I was doing a lot of the stuff that he's doing now, and he's doing it way better. And it's so great to see that the things he's doing are being accepted, not only by his industry, where back in 2010, people thought I was crazy, and they thought that I was taking away the professionalism of insurance. Um, And today, there's people like Mitch that are saying, People are looking and saying, wow, that's a professional, right? That's where we've come from, and that's exciting, and that's what I want to talk about. Before we do, I want to remind you to check out, which is very important, wegotyourpodcast.com. To all you loyal listeners out there, you know you hear me talk about it a lot. Why is this important? Wegotyourpodcast.com, because there's ways that you build authority in a niche, or there's a way that you can build a niche. You can do it through content. Mitch will be the first one. You're going to learn about that from him. You can do it through blogging. You can do it through video. You can do it through podcasting. You can do it through face-to-face uh, networking, like my boy Ryan Hanley says, rubber sole shoes on the concrete. Those type of things that you can do. Now, here's the deal. All that other stuff requires you. All that other stuff requires you to write the blog, you to edit the blog, get it out there, social media. The video's the same. It even takes longer. Hanley tells me it takes him on an average between four to seven hours to do a video. And that's before he was an insurance agent. And I would say, bro, bro, I can tell you're not an insurance agent because I don't know if I can afford four to seven hours to edit a video. Now he's an insurance agent. You don't see his ass doing many videos, do you? <laughs> Hanley's listening to this going, Cass, you son of a bitch. That's okay. Don't worry about it. He still loves me. He always will. So the point is, is that you have to think about that. So when, why we created WeGotYourPodcast.com is because all you got to do is record and we take care of it for you. WeGotYourPodcast.com. I'm telling you, it's right here. Build authority inside. WeGotYourPodcast.com. Mitch Gibson, appreciate and welcome to the podcast Agency Intelligence. Glad to help you have you, man. Yeah, appreciate the opportunity. Yeah, it's uh, I love what you're doing, and not only just you, but everybody in the insurance agency trying to our insurance world trying to uh, not just change the way we as insurance agents do business, but also just change the insurance industry in a whole. So I tip my hat to you for getting that going. 
That's right, dude. No, thank you. Tip the hat to you for keeping it going. I mean, dude, my bones are starting to get old, man. You know, it's it's tough for me to get out of bed sometimes. So I just look out and I see that Mitch guy doing it. I say, hell shit, he's already carrying this son of a bitch forward. Love it. And I love what you are doing. If you haven't seen the guys over at LaPointe Insurance, uh, those guys are rocking, dude. I'm telling you, if you haven't seen those guys at LaPointe, I had them on a Facebook Live a couple uh, weeks ago. Go check out LaPointe Insurance and do they do uh, videos of of like Fresh Prince of Bel Air, and they I'm make them. I didn't see that. To be honest, you with see you. that set. That, 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 see that one, uh, dude. That's some of the most creative shit I've seen in a long time, man. And uh, I love it too because John came into an agency where his dad, you know, I'm not going to say it was old, stale, and pale, but it was it was an insurance agency, right? Of what we what we know and what society thinks of. Um, but John came in, got some, met some people, brought in some buddies and bam, bam, bam. So good for them. I, I'm really happy about them. Now, uh, Mitch, I'm just going to tell you, honestly, don't have a freaking clue who you were a week ago, seven days ago. Didn't know. I was then my buddy, Bradley ha- flowers. I heard him mention you in one of these groups behind the scenes that we're in for podcasting. And he was talking to some other agent about you for some reason. I just saw the name. And then I saw the uh, post that Bradley did. And when Bradley says, Hey, I need, you got to check this guy out and follow him. I did. And immediately reached out and I'm really, really great. And and when you originally filled out for an appointment, you are a, a meeting to do this. Couldn't get in until December. what I call you and tell you? What I remember you I hit you back. Cancel that. Let's get back in it. I need to get it in before the end of the year. Use the restricted invite only <laughs> access so you could get my, uh, my full calendar. Um, so yeah, dude, I'm really glad that you're here. So before we get started, let's figure out who exactly you are. Are you an iPhone or are you a Droid user? iPhone all the way, baby. Um, wah, wah, wah. What's last? You're What's an Android the- guy then, aren't you? <laughs> I am an Android guy. They're both good. It's just an ongoing thing that I've done for years. What's the last app you downloaded? Actually kind of funny, uh, working on something right now. Uh, Glovebox actually was the most recent application. Whoa. That, that was a, you know, a, uh, an app I was kind of just looking at. So I had to download wow. it, and check it out. So, uh, Andy, Sean, like, you hear you know, this? Ads, but there you go. Yeah, you know, no, that's fine. Those guys are good guys. Those guys are good guys. Um, up until a couple months ago, when I went on to Veruna Neon, I used Insurance Agent Mobile app. Have from the very beginning, a lot of people have fantastic app. Rick's works really, really well. Um, that's interesting you talk about Glovebox because, um, they're kind of, uh, they've been around for about a year or so now, but when they first came around, they were so electric that I thought something must be wrong with these guys. So I reached out to some of my deep contacts in the industry and they said the same thing. They said, I don't really know about them, but it only took about a month or two for them to start hitting me and starting saying, Hey Cass, I'm dealing with these guys in meetings. These guys are the real deal. They really truly are the real deal. So they kind of changed in my image of who they are. And sorry that we got off on that. This is not an ad for them, but it's really, really cool that you say hey, that. So it could potentially be one. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. I haven't been in there for them, but no, they're I know, a great, great group over there. And we're trying to see what we can do. It's kind of funny. We're talking about agency management systems and stuff in that nature. We just actually, I talked, was talking to our two principal owners before I'd left because we're just trying to figure out better, better ways to help our customers, mm-hmm. um, more customer centric mentality of the old way to the new way. So yeah, sorry to get off topic as well. No, 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 no. That's fine. That's fine. But we did. But loyal listeners are like, Cass, get to the questions. They're awesome. Do you love to win or do you hate to lose? I love to win. 
Um, I love to win and the, the fact of not trying to, you know, on that cockiness mentality, but I love the aspect of winning. So the person who lose can understand why they, why they, why they lost. Wow. Loyal listeners. That's a new one. After the hundreds of times we've asked that question, you do it based on the fact if you're getting the positivity, you're winning, but also, you know, sometimes I look at the guy I beat and I feel bad for them. What a different way to look at that, Mitch. That's good I, stuff. I do too for a quick second, but especially when it's something small as servicing the account for just small ways of calling them once every couple of months or, you know, being Whatever that guy is. on cell phone and that's the reason why they're leaving. You know, the policy could be great, but at the end of the day, if you're not servicing the account like it should be, I'll be more than happy to take care of it. That's where I'm going to strive. So then, you know, they go, why did I lose this account? Well, Mitch Gibson services it better. Mitch Gibson called him and talked on the phone about how this golf game's going. Just something like that. So, hey, if you're going to lose the account for me on that, you're going to learn why you lost it. And some of the things you're doing that we're going to get to, it's Mitch is not just my insurance agent. Mitch provides value to our to our, our community. Mitch is, 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 is more than just an insurance agent. He's someone that supports my community. And we can say that over and over again, but that means a lot. I know it doesn't seem that way sometimes, especially to the older generation, but to the younger generation, your people, your age and my age, we believe in that. They say this all the time that one of the studies that's coming out is that um, the generations today and in the future associate giving and charitable donations as a value to that corporation. They're, they're tying those two together, right? And right. I think that's what you're doing. We're going to talk a little bit more about that. Last question. Two things in the world are going to get you where you are. One skill, one's luck. What should you say up to this point in time in your life has gotten you where one has gotten you where you are more than the other? I think in the insurance business, it was a luck of the draw of how it happened. Um, no intentions of getting into the business, and we can go into that here shortly. Uh, but I think the skill that I've got that has gotten me where I am inside the insurance business, business is the way that I network and the way that I build relationships and my communication. Um, I thank the Lord that I have ADHD very, very bad, but it could also be my worst enemy where it's the positive portion of me is it gives me that nonstop hustle and go, you know, 10 o'clock at night, I'm still wired. Like I just woke up and had 12 pots of coffee. So, you know, the skill of it, being able to communicate and be that great communicator to the customers or to anybody, whether it's in the community or it is a current customer of mine. Um, but for sure, for sure, a little bit of luck that happened that placed me where, where I am in the, with the agency I'm with. Uh, a little different. And then, you know, the skill comes apart with it. Holy shit. So you're talking and I'm looking at you and I'm Mitch, how old are you? I just turned 25 in August. God damn. You were me 15 years ago. I started in the business in 23 at the age of 23. Dude, I, I do too. I have bipolar disorder type two. I consider it a blessing. I, people I, can't I, people I, can't figure that out. You know what I'm talking about. When you said ADHD, my son has ADHD very bad. I have to for the last three or four years, and I'm getting there, making him understand that that is a plus in life. I agree. Right, right now, it's tough in high school because you got to conform the stupid ass shit. But it's just the way that it is, you know. And I have to let him understand that he makes B's and C's, and I tell him, son, as long as it's not D's and F's, I'm happy because I get it. You got it. You got to get through this thing like Dad did. But after you did do. You know, um, I've encouraged him to go to college as well, but I told him if you don't, I understand. You know what I mean? Because people like him, like you said, 10 o'clock at night, 
and I'm still wired, you know, being able to have that mind that just keeps working, starting to think of doing these things that, man, when I was starting this stuff, I was serious when I say that to you, Mitch, like when I was doing some of this stuff back in the day, people were like literally against me. I remember there's an, there's an article inside an insurance journal, all you loyal listeners, you can go search this out. There was an article journal done in 2011 or 2012, and it had to do with, um, oh my God, just search my name, Ryan Hanley's name in the same thing, insurance journal article. Oh God, I can't remember the name of it. And we were talking about being young agents in the industry and it has something to do with that. And on the top of it, if you click on comments, it'll flip over to the backside and it'll show the comments. And the comments are like a hundred and some things long. And me and Hanley and these and some of us at the time are going through and we're just getting bashed by these insurance agents out there. They're like, you guys aren't professional. I mean, these are like 45, 50, 55 year old guys and gals, you know? And we're talking about like how most people take cigarette breaks. When I was 25, I was taking, I was taking uh, PlayStation breaks. That's what I did, man. I was in the basement of my home. Like I just run up and I just like play some PlayStation for four, four or five minutes, maybe 15, maybe 40. And then I would go back down and these guys are like, how in the world are you being successful doing it? Well, we don't meet face to face and we don't spend five hours doing a quote. You know, we do things a little bit differently out there. So, um, okay, sorry, got way off. You can tell this is probably how it's going to be. This is what happens when you get two people of our personalities like that. Take us back to high school, take us back to college, wherever it is, and bring us forward to where you are today. So uh, kind of growing up, I guess, especially in the community, you can ask anybody. Uh, the last name Gibson in, in my town is, is baseball. So you know, I'm one of six kids. Uh, we've all played baseball. I've got four brothers and a sister. Uh, wow. We're all baseball players. Um, my sister was softball player and has now got the passion of golf. Um, has done a phenomenal job in the you know pl playing golf and has had a passion for that. Been able to go to state the last couple of years and compete for state finals. Um, wow, so he's going to be our first first college athlete that's going to play a different sport uh, of golf. And she is a twin. Her brother is going to go, they're going to play golf or he's, she's going to play golf and he's going to play baseball to Nina Wesleyan. So we've all, we've all been baseball, baseball fans um, and, and, and played baseball. That's kind of been our blood, you know, in our blood to, you know, try to make it to the major leagues. So, so far, so far successfully, there's been one of our family members make it to the major leagues. Uh, it's my cousin, Kyle, who, plays with the Texas Rangers. Uh, he's in their pitching rotation with, with Minnesota uh, out of college. Uh, so baseball was big in our blood. You know, I, I wanted to play professional baseball. Um, I had that dream of playing professional baseball, whether or not I really lo looked at myself in the mirror and realized I was five foot seven, five foot eight, 145 pounds. Um, going into college, you know, that I, I still had that thought and dream. That's, that's what it was going to do. Um, so, Fast forward to college, I uh, went to play baseball at Ball State University, which is in uh, Muncie, Indiana, quote unquote, what people like to say, funcy. Uh, it's that, that type of college or whatnot. So I went up there, played baseball for, for two years um, before I'd hung it up. And part of the reason why I hung it up was I, my freshman year of college, um, I had my daughter who is five years old now. Uh, and, you know, from the wife of uh, my other ch child, Hadley, who just turned two. So freshman year, college, baseball, kid, trying to figure out why. Realistically, oh. didn't know what to, I thought the world was ending, to be quite honest with you. Uh, let alone in the back of my mind that I realized that it was probably the biggest thing, blessing that ever happened to me as far as, hey, you know, 
God's got a plan for you this way or that way. Um, so I was kind of just to go with the flow. Let's see what happens. But I wasn't ready to give up baseball yet after my freshman year of college, trying to make it work. This young 18-year-old, 19-year-old kid think that he can rule the world, um, which I found out that's, that's not the case sometimes. So, yeah, I went to school for telecommunications, um, sales and marketing. So I wanted to work for a country music, country music record label um, out of college, which that was my main goal. I actually had a couple of different opportunities, uh, but during college, after I hung up baseball, uh, my junior year, I started working with MS Communications, which is a radio station communications company downtown Indianapolis. The big one, everybody knows Dan Dockage. It's the 1070 The Fan uh, affiliate of ESPN. So that's where I was okay. working. Loved that. Uh, knew I wanted to get into sales in that market. Kind of was waiting for that opportunity to go down to Nashville and rule the world as a record rep, uh, which I did get an opportunity. There, I got an opportunity in the uh, radio industry as a salesman with MS Communications. But then I kind of sat there and was trying to analyze my next step because at the end of the day, I've graduated, trying to figure out what I'm going to do. Can't be sitting here as a promotions assistant for 10 years and just, you know, think I'm going to feed my family for the rest of my life. So, you know, I'm sitting there thinking, I'm like, you know what? Radio is going downhill for podcast, for, for, because of podcasts like yours and I's and everybody else's across the world. Um, you know, the ra just radio itself, broadcast radio is not not going to be on the forefront of where we're at. So a lot of those companies are switching gears. And I'm like, you know what? I could accept a sales job here. And next thing you know, and I, you know, don't like it or uh, they have to close business down because no one wants to buy radio ads. Well, I was working a Colts game for there's a broadcast going on because uh, our affiliate was the is the broadcast all the Colts games and host the show. I was leaving leaving a game and I was actually this was November of 2017. Okay. And uh, had insurance through the lady that my parents were uh, uh, were insured with for 15 plus years. You know, I think I can rule the world. I just purchased a new car like two days before before this event. Well, it's icy. It's kind of in that in intermediate. I don't know if it's slick or not. And I'm in this new car and I hit or the uh, light turned red and I slam on my brakes and I slipped through an intersection. I get I get T-boned. I'm at fault, obviously, because I went through the intersection on a red light. Um, the claim really screwed me up. I'm like, I don't know what I'm 20 years old, 19 years old. I don't know what to do here. You know, what, what, do I, what mm -hmm. am I going to do? So I knew I had a, a guy in our community that actually had reached out to me before about insurance. Hey, I think you do great in this. I'm like, no, I'm, I don't want to get an insurance. I just like everybody else. I didn't think they're going to find themselves an insurance. I'm like, I don't want to do that. I don't want to sit behind a desk 24 seven and answer the phone call and love know, it dude. from state farm. So I pushed them off, but I was having trouble with this claim. So I picked up the phone and called Brent, the, one of the agency owners um, and said, Hey dude, I, I'm insured with this company, with this agency, I'm needing some help on some, you know, the process of how to handle this so I can get myself back into a car, let alone to my car only have 112 miles on it. Okay. Total, total loss, screwed. Um, but while in that, getting that information on the claim and trying to work through that with, with Brent, not even my agent, um, I'm like, this is actually pretty interesting, kind of cool. Pretty interesting, kind of cool. Cool. So driving home, actually, I'm looking out the windows. I'm contemplating life again. Like, what? I don't have a car right now. My car's totaled. Um, you know, it's rainy. I'm tired of working these events at the radio station and being freezing cold. I go, what? What is it that I can do that we're always going to need? You know, I beat around the bush of trying to start my own 
come up with this product that's going to be the next best thing since sliced bread. And then, I, you know, I'm sitting there thinking, I go, everybody needs insurance. Everybody's always going to need insurance. Mm-hmm. That house needs insurance. This car needs insurance. That car needs insurance. This road, that sign, whatever it may be. So I literally a day later picked up the phone and said, hey, Brent, I said, I really think I'm going to get interested in the insurance business. You have time to sit down and talk. And it was actually we were just thinking about giving yeah. you a call because we are opening up a, you know, a, a sales executive job. And um, we're seeing if you might would be interested. I said, yes, let's meet. The next thing you know, it we have lunch. Talk about the business, talk about the process, talk about what my role would be. And um, that day, same day, I said, yep, I'm in. Let's go. So started there and so far loved it ever since. And that's kind of where I'm at right now in the insurance business. So, dude, like uh, I know I'm not alone. I'm not alone when I get goosebumps when I hear this story. You know, because it's... um. Loyal listeners may think I'm repeating myself, but this may be new to you, Mitch. It's why I do what I do. I never thought that I would have the lifestyle that I have. I never thought that I'd go the places that I've went. That I've went. I've never thought I'd meet the people that I've that I've met, and I've never thought that I'd have the life that I've had. And 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 it only continues to get better. And a lot of it points to the insurance industry. And I remember my father-in-law, he was real successful in insurance. He kept telling me since I was 17, he's like, dude, you need to be in insurance. I'm like, get the hell out of here, dude. And so how you're 25 now. How old is your is your child? So I've got a five-year-old. We've got two. I got a five-year-old. She'll be six in uh, January. And then I've got a two-year-old. Bro, when I was 25, I had a five-year-old that was getting ready to be six. I swear to God, dude, this is this is like as I'm listening to your thing, I'm like, dude, you are like I started at like 23 and a half. You know, I mean, so you got me a little bit there. But like, dude, it is like this is like parallel lines here, which is which is really so great. The thing is, man, what you're doing right now, I didn't figure out until 2010, 2011. So let's do the math. I started in 2001. This is nine years later. So when I was 32, 33 years old is when I found out what you found out now. And what you have found out is, is I can provide value over and above being an insurance agent by providing value in other ways. Let's discuss those ways, Mitch. When Bradley Flowers says you should pay attention to this guy, when Cass is telling people you should pay attention, what would you say is probably unique? Rather than just being an insurance agent, what is unique about Mitch Gibson? Well, it's kind of funny you say that. I think the biggest thing to, that's unique to me, and, and, and let's re- I'm going to rewind just a hair to come on, when, come on. When I was like, you know, I want to get into the radio industry. Like, I love the radio industry. Well, that's in high school, we had a radio and television program, and I ran this, you know, radio show every morning for four years. I broadcasted football games. So that, I mean, truly, that's where my passion was. It's, music is where my passion is. Everything has to do with production of something was my passion. So, you know, when, I, when I'm sitting there, a year and a half, almost probably a year and a half ago, I'm like, you know, I love the insurance, but I love the relationship stuff. But, you know, I love coaching baseball, but I was still missing something that's was going to trigger that passion of telecommunications or radio in my mind. But I didn't want to go separate myself from my family because that job is not in Indiana. That job's in, in Nashville, Tennessee. Right. And that's why I didn't go take that opportunity. It's like, how am I going to move my kids and family down there? Out the it was Hey, pack up your stuff. We need you down here tomorrow. I can't do that. I don't right. want to do that. I've got this tie to my hometown. And that's where we, that's kind of where we go with the, with, with the question that you just asked me is my hometown means a lot to me. My community means a lot to me because 
a lot of the businesses and organizations when I was playing youth sports or when I was playing high school baseball invested so much time and money giving back. So we had an amazing field to play with. So I could, you know, play baseball at the collegiate level. So I could go play travel baseball because of the sponsorships that people were giving towards the organizations. So, you know, I was like, I need to give back. I want to give back in a way of still, still grabbing my passion in my heart. So last year I'm sitting there and I'm like, dude, I didn't, it wasn't like I wanted to get out of the insurance business. That's not at all. I, mm-hmm. at all I was going out. I'm like, there's just, I'm missing something. You are. So I, started, I looked up wait, insurance marketing, you know, I, whatever it might've been on Google or something and Instagram and LinkedIn and all that stuff. And of course, you know, the Ryan Hanley and the Bradley flowers comes up, um, Scott Howell. And I'm like, you know what, let's look into these guys, see what they're doing. And then I started listening to Bradley's podcast. I go, this is freaking sweet. This is, this is, le- this is not just cool. This is legit. Like this mm-hmm. is full blown production. Um, so I reached out to Bradley one day. I go, Hey dude, I, I, I thought he was just this, some big celebrity, you know, next, you know, this, that was never going to reach he, he out. He is. He is. He won't let you know that, but he is. He's oh, big dog. I didn't want to give him any, I didn't want to give him too much, too you much should. hype there. But if <laughs> so I reached out to him, I DM'd him on Instagram or Facebook or something I'm like, Hey dude, I want to know if I can steal 10 minutes every time. Uh, young insurance agent trying to change this, this and that, um, you know, would like to strum up my commercial business a little bit. It wasn't like five minutes later the dude hit me back. I go, I see you're active. So if you don't, I'm going to blow you up. I know you're on here right now, you know, type of deal. So he hit me right back immediately. He's like, yes, let's, you know, schedule a time. So I hopped on a Zoom call with him for like 30, 40 minutes one day. We just kind of shooting the shit back and forth. And I said, I love what you're doing. I, you know, want to grow my book of business, but I also have this passion for what you're doing kind of podcast. Why I just don't know where to get started. I'm not shitting you. This is what he said. He says, Local podcast highlighting local businesses go. I go, what? How the heck am I going to do that? Well, I don't even have a microphone. I don't have. He says, You've got a phone, you've got connections, go. So after beating, you know, sitting back and forth, I'm sitting there trying to think about what I'm going to name the podcast, what am I going to do, how the hell am I going to have time to do it. My bosses are going to hate me because they think I'm going to spend so much time doing this. And that's kind of how it went for, for, for a little bit. My, right. it, 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 you, need to, you need to spend more time on insurance. If you get rid of this, you you know spend more time prospecting, you spend more time this. But in the end all be all, you're kind of seeing that return on investment now of why he told me to do that. Because with what I'm doing with the podcast, I did it county-based. I didn't want to just do Greenfield. Because I wanted to grow Hancock County and learn more about the Hancock County businesses and who those people are. We know who the business is. We know who Remax Realty Group is. We know who HRM Insurance is. But who's the guy that runs that? Why are they so successful? Not many people know that, especially at your local convenience or your uh, retail stores or boutiques, um, pizza places, whatever it may be. They may know it exists, but they don't see the behind the scenes fact of what that business does. I go, well, that's a great way for me. As I'm sitting there talking to Bradley, I sit there and it kind of clicked. The reason why he's wanting me to do this, because it's going to build that relationship with that business owner. So as I sit there and I decide what, you know, who I want to have on my show, which now it's starting to starting to be a, hey, I think you need to get this person on your show from the listeners. And you got to do it. I, I love that kind of stuff. Yep, yep. At the end of the day, there may be that manufacturer down the road that I really want to write, but I may not know anybody in there. I may not have a lead way into that business. So for me to go over to John Smith and say, Hey dude, I've got this podcast. Here's some numbers. I'd love to learn more about your business. Would you mind coming on a show? 
97% of the time they say yes. 97% of the time they're going to say yes. And what that does is I'm not going to, we don't, I'm not talking a lick about insurance in the show because it's not about me. Okay. I'm trying to add value to his business. So by the time I add value to his business and learn more about who that person is, and I show the support to him out of the kindness of my heart, he's either going to do one or two things. He's going to, we're going to talk after the show or before the show about what is my full-time job. Cause there's funny. A lot of people think this is my full-time job that I'm just doing this podcast. Um, Cause it, you know, it does take a little bit of time. Yeah, I so they, they sit there and they you know, they're like, well, what's your full-time job? What do you do? Well, I'm in the insurance business. I, you know, my niche market and full focus is contractors insurance, or I'm very, very, I work with these type of manufacturers, A, B, C, and D here in the town. Uh, that's, that's my main, my main target. Mm-hmm. And he's going to say, Oh, well, it's either going to bring up that he's had a bad issue with his agent or he's had a, uh, doesn't have customer service relationship, whatever it may be, which gives them a chance to, hey, you mind looking at my insurance policy? Yep. 100%. Or what it does is if he doesn't, he might have a pretty good relationship with his insurance agent. But we all know we can always find something or whether it's risk evaluation, loss management or loss control, billing, whatever it may be, work comp. Find We can find ways to add value on the insurance side. So then I can go back to him if he doesn't ask me up front whether that's that same day, next week, a week after, month after. And they say, hey, John, appreciate you coming on the show. Here's the link to it. Um, also, um, I specialize in manufacturing and was wanting to know if you had, if I could sit down with you one day and take a look at your declarations pages. He's probably going to give so me many times. a look at it. And it's it's happened, you know, it's happened probably out of the 20, the 26 episodes I've recorded. There's 22 out live right now. Uh, I've gotten a chance. For those that are business owners or home and auto, I've probably looked at 90% of them and I've wrote probably close to 80%. So, which is amazing. And, you know, that's why now when I'm going to speak at network events or whatever it is, I share the story. They stand up and say, Mitch Gibson with HRM Insurance. I don't talk much about the insurance because I want them to understand by doing something like a podcast or creating video daily um, about, hey, Friday, here's the weekly events going on here in Greenfield. People want to know that. People want to people want to see what's going on in the community so they can go have a fun time with their wife and kids or whatever it is. In return, you continue to show up doing that types of stuff. They're going to come back and go, oh, my renewal is coming up. It seems like it's continues to go up and up and up. And I don't ever hear from Susie, the agent. Oh, but Mitch Gibson's really responsive. Let me shoot him a call. Let me shoot him a text. Let me mm-hmm. shoot him a DM. And it's, it just works, people. I don't, I don't think you understand. The um, value. Let's talk about this. Let's right. break it down why it works. Let's break it down why it works, Mitch. Hello, loyal listeners. Hey, are you a local agent struggling to find markets for your client? Maybe you, maybe not. Look no further than Nation Brokerage Solutions. With over 200 carriers, their comprehensive options give you what you need for your customers' ever-changing needs. With NBS, as they say it in the cool world, you can confidently offer a wide range of options to better support your customers and grow your business, A.K. agency. Don't settle for less. Do more with NBS. For more information about Nationwide Brokerage Solutions, visit nbsbrokerage.com. Cast certified. It's the value proposition. We have it messed up. We think that it's, I've said this for years, we think that it's warm handshakes, ink signatures, and face-to-face meetings. 
That's not a value to a customer. There's a time a customer wants that, maybe in a claim situation, that situation you were having, like, hey, dude, technology's not doing it. I need, I need to talk to somebody, right? That's what we're here for. The, you're providing value. And that's what agents can't figure out today. Yeah, he's, 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 he's providing value, dude. He's telling them about the community. That's important to them. Yep. They can go get an insurance agent almost anywhere. And believe it or not, Mitch, you're a good insurance agent, but you know damn well there's one, two, three, four more in your community. You oh, know what I mean? In, in my community and stuff like that, I love insurance agents. I actually, to be honest with you, I can only think of one or two that I would probably be like, hey, don't go there, right? Everyone else, I'd be like, yep, they're pretty good too. Um, but at the end of the day, that's what you're doing. That's what we can't figure out is the fact that you're providing value that's outside of what insurance is. They know you do insurance, believe it or not. And they'll, and when they come to you, it's going to be, hey, you know that guy that's always talking about all those businesses? Yeah, Mitch, yeah, that's who I buy my insurance from. You should, you should go do that, right? Um, your persona out there allows you to be um, get proactive referrals. Reactive referral is Susan talks to Jim Bob. Jim Bob says, hey, I need to find out where my insurance is, where I get some insurance. And Jim Bob says to Sue Ellen, you ought to go see Mitch. That's a reactive. Uh, uh, one that is a proactive is there's a group of parents who are like, hey, have you seen that uh, podcast? And he it was interviewing that local florist, Jim, down there. Yeah, you know, yeah, he Mitch. You don't know him? He's an insurance agent uptown. Oh my God, you got to go deal with his insurance. He's fantastic. You think he's good at his videos. That's a proactive referral. By you being out there, they're allowed to easily associate your name with, with insurance to fix somebody else's problems because that's all we want, right? And then, and then why are you so successful at getting the people on? This is one thing that I can't get people to understand about podcasts. People love to talk about themselves. You're asking them to come on and talk about themselves. It's really simple, you know? And then when you, why is the golf course so successful? Because I'm sitting next to somebody having a conversation with them and we're together for four hours, but we're probably only having 30 minutes to an hour of a conversation. It's the same thing as a podcast. That's why business happens. Now they feel like they know you. Mitch, I, I, I've been preaching this. I can't get them to understand that this is a whole different thing of prospecting. Go to mplocalpodcast.com for you loyal listeners. You'll see my podcast out there that we do and we share with our executive directors. It builds authority, Mitch. You don't understand the authority that you're building. Well, what authority am I building? Almost the same authority as a mayor. Yep. Almost the same authority as a city councilman. Somebody who says, I support this community and I'm going to do everything I can to lift it up. That's a local servant. And that's what you're being. Yeah, and I think I think to answer your question, you said you've been preaching it and preaching it, and Bradley preaches it, and I mean Hanley. We 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 try to do it as much as we can, um, but I think where where that hitch and where that hiccup is is one is either there's a lot of scared agents out there. Mm -hmm. okay? I'm not an agency owner myself, soon to be hopefully. That's the main mm -hmm. goal. That's why I'm thankful for where I'm at with the agency that 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 has taken me on. Um, but a lot of people are afraid, oh, well, my boss, you know, I need to get this quota done or I've got I've got to hit this commission so I can make sure I'm getting my paycheck. So they mm -hmm. spend that time doing something else. Well, I hate to say it, people, and it's not going to come out, I guess, nice or probably got to be real, brother. Same way that's came to, from your mouth or somebody else's. You're not going to get it done nine to five. You won't. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. And if that's how you want to be. Then do it nine to five, do your job nine to five and be satisfied with where you're at. That's fine. No one's going to talk bad about you. 
But if you're reaching out to somebody wanting, hey, I need, I need some ideas on how to bump my marketing up. And Bradley Flowers says, do this. And I don't do it. You think Bradley's ever going to talk to me again, one or two, he's going to say, I gave him the, I gave him the book. And this, I guess is where it comes in. If someone gave you the book to success, are you going to take that book and read it? Or are you not? That, that's just it. So finding different ways to be successful in your, in your, in your industry, whether it's insurance, real estate, finance, whatever it is, it's going to take more time. So, and then the other thing going back in is like, my boss is going to be upset. Or if I'm not an agency owner, you know, I'm an agent or producer. I don't have the authority to do this. Okay. Well, you also go to the bars on Friday nights and Saturday nights with your, with your buddies, right? You may go to the golf course with, with your buddies. That's no different than starting your own podcast. Okay. No one's going to obligate you. You're not able to start your podcast, Johnny. You're not able to start your podcast because your job is to sell insurance. Okay. Well, either one thing, you either get out of that agency and go find someone that's going to add value to you and accept who you are or two, go do it outside on your personal time to let it not interfere with your business and your nine to five job. So you're still putting in your work and effort there. Not saying there's not been times that I've had to go do an interview in the middle of my lunch hour. Okay, well, I'm skipping lunch because I'm going to go do this for an hour. That's just the way it is. I might not get lunch. So be it. Or I'm going to have to settle with a Taco Bell drive through burrito. Okay. Right. Finding that time to do it. I can tell you, and I'm not trying to sound sell or cocky. If yeah. I travel baseball, I've got two kids, a wife, family, goats, and insurance, and I can do it, you should be able to do it. Then say, oh, well, Mitch has got more energy than the average person. You're right. But also having ADHD sometimes can be the worst enemy because I get off track doing too much of something that I shouldn't be during that time frame. Right. There's that there's that back and forth battle of, like you said, we've been trying and you've been trying to give them the book to success of just trying it out. And if you're not trying it out, don't continue to ask, what can I do differently? Because obviously it's working. I'm seeing it work. I tried it out. Mm-hmm. You may not get business right away from it. OK, that's just the nature of the beast. Yeah, you got to put it in time. Give it some time. Mm-hmm. And 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 the thing is, is we've got 13 shows now, and every one of those shows comes back to me and is just like, dude, I wish I would have started this so much long uh, earlier. And where I think I get a lot of people is is those who already have niches, right? Those who are trying to be somebody in their community, and they're like, dang, I mean, everybody in my communities, you know, they've been here for 20, 30 years. How do I get my foot in the door? You're building authority by being that voice out there. I mean, you literally, you can have people say, I guarantee you they do in your, in your town, Mitch, you know, this Mitch guy, I hear more and have more. I think he has more compassion than the people, the elected officials were, were, were electing, right? That's what they're saying. And not only that, he's a lot more exciting. He doesn't stay on topic much, but I kind of like that (laughs) right now. People tell me all the time. They love my rants. You know, I, I, Hanley and I are notorious for that. And we love getting on with each other because like we're start on a subject and I don't know if we ever talk about it. We just go all over the place, you know, but that's what everybody likes because everybody, uh, everybody else has a, has a pretty straight, even keeled, detailed life. Not everybody, but a lot more people than I do. So anyways, Hey dude, um, I'm really happy for you and I really am. And, um, 
you know, it it, it 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 is so refreshing. It's why I've sat here, loyal listeners. You know, I've probably talked less on this one than any because I'm just listening to you and I'm and I'm thinking about this. You know, and and you know, I started three. Mitch, just something that yeah, to rant, translates to you. I started three books from scratch. Okay, and I remember on my last one, my wife said to me, "Are you serious? Like we've now you've been at this place for five years. You've built up revenue. We've been poor six times. Like, are you really, really serious that you're going to do this?" And I'm like, yeah, because I know that if I go to work early in the morning and I go to come home at a decent time at night, I do nothing but talk to people about insurance on that time, I'm going to be successful. Now, once again, I'm not walking around just talking to people about insurance, but when I'm networking, when I'm out there communicating, when I'm helping my, my, my community, when I'm volunteering, when I'm service, getting out there, that is the kind of things that, that we're doing. The five laws of, 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 of insurance, the five truths, is a flexible schedule. Come on, man. You're going to be coaching every one of your kids' games, and you know that. And how does how good does that make you feel that know when that time comes? Well, the five-year-old's already probably uh, getting some coaching, right? Yeah, she played soccer this year. Let's just say two things are going to happen. She's either going to not play it ever again because she hated it so much, or she's going to be really good at it because she's quick. You know what I mean? But I, I, I'm not – as a baseball player and a baseball fan, there's one sport people you cannot stand, and it's that bias thing. I, I can't stand soccer. I can't do it. Even, even even when your kid's playing and you're watching it live, you don't like it? Oh, it's hysterical right now. It's hysterical right now because she may be trying to kick the ball in the other goal or she just, you know, shin kicked the next guy next to her because she did. She thought she was kicking the ball or she's picking up. It's it's funny. Um, it is. But dude, when they get older, dude, it is a rough sport. You will see your kid get hurt more in soccer than any other sport. The other sports like football have more severity of injury, but more frequency is always. They're very competitive. One thing I learned about soccer, it became one of my favorite sports my son was really good at it is it was just like basketball except with your feet like even the way that they do defense and they and they will try to set screens and do cross kicks you know and it's like wow this is nothing more than basketball so i really really liked it but then also to have financial freedom you know that you're not making a ton right now but in your brain you're making a ton because you know where your income's coming from right that's exactly it and if i could leave anybody with anything and that's I was I went stalking Ryan Hanley the other day. Um, I don't even I don't think I was friends with him on his personal page, like with my personal fa- or Instagram page. I started scrolling through a couple. I'm like, what's this guy? What, what has he posted throughout the years? You know, obviously we're all trying to bounce ideas off of each other um, for content. And he's I saw one the typical your typical tweet that you use for a post, and it was play the long game, play the long. I mean, 15 times down the tweet. Mm-hmm. So I put a tweet out the other or yesterday, just play the long game, you know, Brian Hanley, blah, 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 blah. Um, and that resonates so much with where I'm at. A lot of agents, like I said earlier, are full-blown commissioned agents and they have to go meet this quota or they're going to lose their job or they're not going to be able to put food on the table for them. I'm thankful for the agency where I'm at. Let's just put it that way. Okay. Um, and the reason why I'm doing most of the stuff that I'm doing is because I know insurance is going to be my longevity in my career, what I want to do. Mm-hmm. God has something else where that picks me away. But I love what I'm doing in the insurance business. I love helping people out. So trying to set myself up for the long game of where I can be in 10, 15, 20 years and looking back on it and say, it was because I decided to start that podcast or I decided to do this in the community, this, this, and this. Finding ways to set yourself up for the long game, it's probably the most important thing that I think you should keep in the back of your mind. Some people might be in the business for two years. My boss told me, give it three before you make that decision. 
I've given it three and I've made my decision. I want to stay in the insurance game for the rest of my career. That's where I'm at. But those people, you know, it doesn't happen all the time. They get out. I don't like this. I want to go do this. I want to go do that. Whatever it may be. If you decide that this is this is what you're going to do, you need to start making changes now. To make it effective for you to enjoy and have success in that long game. I make more money than I probably could did that I take home. And one of my sayings is I don't want to be rich today. I just don't want to work forever. Right. I could probably make a lot more money than I do today, but it's about really, really investing yourself to do what you're saying. It's playing that long game. Way to have your heads on, uh, on your shoulders. So we have the five truths and the flexible schedule. You're already benefiting from it. Um, when people are out there and you're wondering, am I going to like this industry? These are the five truths. Do you like flexible schedule? Do you like financial freedom? Number three, are you a community contributor? And that means a lot, right? Are you involved in your community? You're already seeing that, right? There's your third truth. Uh, I'm an empire builder. Empire builder looks different. Me, I'm building my empire of my agencies. If you're an agency, just like an agent, just like you, you're building your empire right now. You know what I mean? I mean, it's totally yours. If you decided to leave the agency right now, the content you've created goes with you. That's your empire. Yep. Pretty soon you'll create your own book empire, whatever that could be. And then the fourth or the fifth is going to be mentorship. You're already building that authority today for biz or other business leaders to look at you and say, hey, he's got some knowledge. One of the reasons why I think that I'm, 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 I have a, a little bit better of a grasp of running an agency is because I've done 558 podcasts and I've got to sit here and, and talk with so many people and listen to the things that didn't work and did work. And I, and I, and I, it really kudos to you and to anybody out there who is really thinking about this industry. Think of those five truths. What other industry are you, do you know for a fact you could coach every season of your kid and you're going to be able to do it? And I don't have to ask somebody if I can get that time off. That's amazing. That's amazing, amazing, amazing. And kudos to you, Mitch, for finding this. It really has. Wrapping it up, buddy. Wrapping it up. What do you got to say to the loyal listeners as we leave? I think the biggest thing, too, I guess we'll leave it with that. Not only play the long game. Second thing, no, this is not speaking, I guess, just like everybody else. Come on. Buy from you, not from that logo on your agency. Okay. So like I said, your stuff's going to go with you wherever you go. Hopefully it stays with that same place that you're at and you've had a successful career with them. Build your personal brand because people want to buy from Mitch Gibson or Cass or Brian or Ryan Hanley, Bradley Flowers. They're not going to buy just because they see that logo up there from whoever the agency is with. Okay. That's right. It's okay to brand who you are as a person. People want to see your dogs. People want to see your family. People want to see that kind of stuff. That's what everybody's there. Yes, Don't do. try to just sell the product just to sell the product. Add value. Be a phenomenal person. And my favorite thing that I always leave my podcast and any of my shows with is always remember you can make a difference in someone's life now, today, tomorrow, whenever. You mm -hmm. definitely make a difference. Don't waste your time doing it. Well said, man. You're a wise soul, brother. I got to tell you, you're, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to tell you right now, every one of your thoughts is correct. So as you go out there and people start to do it, what we do here at the agency or at the podcast is we say we want to challenge the norms that have been told of us. A lot of those norms are correct, but a lot of those are old fashioned or can be done differently for our individual agency. I want you to know that your head is in the right position. You are challenging forward. I love the fact that there's a couple times you have to preface what you're getting ready to say is, hey, I'm not trying to be rude or 
No, what that means is, hey, I'm going to be real for a minute. And, and, that, and that is what this industry has lacked that has really picked up. There's a lot of things that Hanley says and Bradley says that just rubs people absolutely wrong. Cast too. But here's what I say, and I'm going to end with this. I don't speak my mind to change your mind. I speak my mind so that others out there who think like me know that they're not alone. And I mean that with all my heart. If you don't like what I say or what I mean, there's a lot of other podcasts out there. You know what I mean? But I'm here to change uh, lives and help people. And that's what we do. Now, let me wrap this up because I got to get personal and I got to get out. of. I got to get off as well, Mitch. We, we are insurance agents. We got to work. I want to ask you, let's get a little bit personal into leaders or readers, readers or leaders. Uh, you are definitely have the head of a leader. So I know you're going to become a reader and maybe you are. What are you reading right now? To be honest with you, um, and it goes hand in hand with my ADHD, the, the, the reading is hard for me. Um, it really is tough for me to sit and be able to read for quite a while. So I've been big on bouncing around different successful agents or agency leaders or influencers like you guys and reading blogs. They're blogs. Yeah. Um, Hanley's got a great deal of them. Bradley's got a great deal of them. And reading the blog, whether it's about, you know, cyber insurance liability, um, because I need to do a better job of still producing some insurance content video wise, which that's my next big step here. Um, uh -huh. so learning, not necessarily stealing his idea, but becoming a better and educated insurance learner so that I'm able to put out, produce or put out great content and video for the consumer and for my customers. So when they hit me up and say, Hey, cyber liability or general liability, is it going to cover my cyber? No, here's why, you know what I mean? So that's, right. mm -hmm. and so I'm not a big, I'm not a big book reader, but it's, it's going to be coming here in the near future. I can tell you. You, you have to, you have to. And one of the things that'll help you, it helped me. First of all, I've always been able to be a book reader. My mom beat it into me when I was little, but one thing that helps me now is in the future, especially as I'm busy is audible. Cause that's something you can listen to in the car. You know what I mean? And you, and, and, and for, um, I'm a better, uh, visual learner than I am audio. So a lot of people listen to theirs like on one and a half or two on podcasts. If I listen to a podcast, I'm listening to like a 0.25. No, I'm joking, but I'm, I'm normally listening to like on the, on the normal uh, speed for that. So, so that, that's good. Now, you know, there was bloodline out there, uh, which was a famous, I want to know what you watch. If you do anything, there was bloodline recently. It's been the queen's gambit. Uh, you know, there's different things. Some people get their kicks on Netflix. Some people spend their time on Amazon prime. Some of them spend their time with their boo watching Hulu. What show would you like the loyal listeners to know that you found interesting recently? Um, well, I have to say, so my uh, significant other is a, a sergeant at a correctional facility or a prison. Uh, in, oh, wow. Um, so, yeah. So if I, get, I know where you're I, going. I my ass. Uh, so she's got me caught into and we just randomly started watching that for quite a while. Orange is the new black. Uh, dude, it, I, it's hysterical, but it, there's funny things because it's got a lot of great learning tools that you take. Mm -hmm. Not everybody th thinks this way either, but like you just you learn from something that they, they bring a pass back of where they were previously before they're locked up behind bars. And you're like, man, you know, that's, that's rough. They, they, you know, by doing this, I can make a better decision by doing that instead of going this, you know, different ways of life. I, I, I like it. Um, I guess if you're answering the, the question, mm -hmm. my favorite all time Netflix show, I'd have to say uh, it would probably be either Dexter um, the, the, the good, the, I like Dexter, um, or, uh, Breaking Bad. None of them are really, yeah, I mean, influential shows, but they're, they've got a great storyline behind them. 
No, dude, those are those are fantastic, bro. Those are really fantastic. Those some of those are mine. And my wife and I would tell you as a combined that her and I watch Dexter's definitely in the top three. And they're, they're coming back out with it, and I'm so happy because I just absolutely loved a uh, Dexter. It was super. I will admit, we watch I I watch Grey's Anatomy. We're all guilty, man. I know. So I had to put that in there, my guilty conscience. There's some more good life lessons there, right? 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 Okay, man. Hey, I appreciate your time, dude. I appreciate everything that you do for our industry. Keep going. Keep pressing. If at any time someone throws something out at you that it does deny you a little bit, you reach out to me, you reach out to Hanley, you reach out to Bradley Flowers. We'll be honest with you and tell you if they're wrong or right, or if you need to challenge them, dude. But heres I don't think you realize that over the next uh, a podcast that we did in 2017 on average is probably getting around 200 downloads a month still. So think of all the people that you're going to impact and that should make you feel good. Not only just in your own community, but the community that is going to give you a life in your family, a life that you never knew. And I appreciate you giving back to it, brother. Yes, sir. I appreciate you having me on the show. If anyone ever needs anything, don't hesitate to reach out. I'm here to help. And where can they find you? Where can they find you on YouTube and stuff? Uh, YouTube, the podcast I've got is called Inside Hancock County with Mitch Gibson. Uh, you can find the podcast on uh, Instagram, Inside Hancock County uh, with Mitch Gibson. And then you can follow me. I've got a personal and a quote unquote business or an agent page. Um, Mitch R. Gibson is that. Um, and I'm all over the place. So go give me a follow. Take a look at my cute family and my cute kids and goats and uh, let me know if I can help. Fantastic. Hey, man, greatly appreciate it. And the loyal listeners, I appreciate you. I do what I do because I do it for you. This has been Agency Intelligence Podcast, where we give you real agents inside real agencies, giving you the real agency intelligence and not the artificial that they try to make you believe out there. This is Cass. He was Gibson, known for baseball. We're out. Hey, agents, listen to this. Listen to this. What are we terrible at? Think of it. Think of it. Really? We're, we're terrible at training, right? We're not very good at hiring. We're not very good, terrible at firing, actually. Uh, terrible at creating process and some workflows. Terrible at technology and implementing that technology and even knowing what type of technology we want. And the list goes on and on. Now, listen, I'm an agency owner. And I, you know how it is to, to fix a problem. The first thing you've got to do is you got to admit you have a problem. Here's what you do. Go to virtualintel.com. Check out what we do because we do all those bad things that you can't do. Really? And you may do one or two of them well. Good for you if you can do them all. Just want you to know you're in the minority. But if you can't do any of them good or you don't even want to do them anymore because it just takes too much mental power, then good for you for realizing that and give us a call. I'm telling you, virtual intelligence, that's what we do. And where we specialize in high quality VEs, not virtual assistants. Look it up. Go to ChatGPT. Put in what's the difference between a virtual assistant and a virtual employee. Enough said. I don't have enough time to go on and on about all the differences on this 60 second commercial, but you've got time to search it and look at it. That's what we do. We deliver high quality VEs. We mix the technology with it. We train them on the technology, give them and the technology to you and you're off to the races. I'm not joking with you. You can call my agency at any time, ask for Lordland. And we do ask her, say, how fast are you able to do quotes? I've actually got a couple videos of it. That's right. We can do five to 10 carriers in one quote in three to seven minutes. So you give me an auto quote, I can do five to 10 carriers in three to seven minutes. How are we doing it? We're doing it through the technology of virtual intelligence. Give us a call, check us out. You can ask for me personally, I'll do the demo for you.
Who are they? Cast Certified.